pull up a bar stool. Ooh, baby. It's been 10 years. And as a result, man, there's been a lot of reflection going on the last few days for me. So um, it's two days since the 10-year anniversary of my journey, whatever that is, when I was laid off for the second time in about two years. And I haven't collected a paycheck from uh, an employer since then. So that's my celebration. And I thought about what I want to do with that because uh, I feel like there's so much we can do. It's not like the first year, though, where it's like, oh, let's just talk about what happened over the last year. Ten years. And there's just a lot to digest, a lot to dissect, a lot that I haven't really thought about in a while. My world has completely changed since then. But I think more than anything, uh, this could give me a chance uh, to get some perspective about where I was, uh, how far this business has come. And, and it may even give you some things that you can connect with as well as you go through your own struggles or journey, whatever it be. Um, I've thought about how I can slice and dice this. I think really what I want to start with today is the first 10 days, uh, first weekish, first 10 days. And it's, it may not go the way you expected it to. So if you can, you may have a brew. You may have a drink of some kind. Grab it. Open your fridge. Sit back. Relax. Pop a bottle. Let's do it. All right. Hey, everybody. John here from JohnLumber.com, John Limmer Digital on Facebook. Welcome to the Social Media Podcast. I've got my celebratory Guinness, as I have broken out uh, multiple times throughout the history of the Social Media Podcast. I don't know if we should even call it the Social Media Podcast anymore. I just feel like that's kind of a dumb name. The Podcast. I'm sure people have stolen that over the years. I don't care. Maybe not even intentionally. Neither here nor there. Um, so, beer looking good. Um, let's talk. Uh, ten years ago, two days ago, <laughs> anniversary of getting laid off, and I just immediately started this business and everything looked went great and made a whole bunch of money and and was successful and happy. No, no it wasn't anything like that, of course. Um, and what I want to talk about today uh, is yeah, kind of where I was. Uh, when I was laid off, um, the reality of, you know, where I was going, what I thought I was going to do, what I thought I wanted at that time, what I was doing during that first 10 days, what I was feeling. Yeah, maybe it'll be cathartic. Maybe it'll be, um, I don't know, might, might even kind of unearth some, some old emotions here. So, um, Let's roll. How about a little bit of cheers for you? Cheers. So first up, the reality. Um, the reality is I didn't start this business. Um, or I think a lot, what a lot of people do is they plan a business while they have a job. And like, I want to be my own boss. I want to start my own business. 
they start putting in the building blocks, the skeleton, maybe even test things out a little bit, confirm that, yes, I can make money on my own, walk into your boss's office, say, I'm done, peace, out. Uh, nope, it, that wasn't anything like that for me. Uh, the reality is I hadn't planned to start a business before I'd, I'd been laid off. I wasn't even thinking about starting a business once I'd been laid off. And the reality is, it really never even occurred to me that this was a possibility. Particularly in those early days. And I think what you're going to find, uh, if we continue these episodes on this topic, it really wasn't until after time passed, after months after some desperation, it's like, I can't find a job. I got to do something. Uh, that it happened. Uh, and it really wasn't well planned out. Um, just kind of ha- happened spontaneously for the most part out of necessity. Um, and I really want to talk about this because often we assume that others have it all figured out. So this guy who started a business... And he's been running that business successfully enough for 10 years now that he can talk about it. Uh, must have been uh, educated and uh, in this. and must have been like a business major. Must have had lots of experience in, in running a business at a high level. Um, had a business plan. Had connections. Had capital. All that. All that stuff. You kind of assume those things, and none of it. Um, and really, my first ten days, as well as that first year, were complete chaos. Now I don't remember, obviously, a lot of the details. Um, probably don't want to remember some of it. Funny thing is, um, we do have Facebook, and I use Facebook a lot personally back then more than I do these days and I've even got my old Facebook post from August 18th 2011 and it read well time to find a new job anyone have anything in sports technology social or consulting new opportunities let's talk about that next cheers so the goal is to get to the end of this beer by the time we're done well I guess we'll see so, as you can see or hear from that initial post on the day I was laid off, and I still remember it, it, it's not that it was unexpected because there was another round. I, I was working at American Cancer Society at the time. There had been another round of layoffs um, before me, and it was a tough time in the economy, 2011. Um, I really had an experimental position in... I was was the vice president of digital marketing uh, uh, for our branch. And that position didn't exist before I came on, which is kind of a trend if you look back at some of the things I I did. And, um, but I kind of saw it coming. Um, I was on the higher pay range um, for a nonprofit. And if you're trying to cut costs, it makes a lot of sense to lay me off. So that said, uh, so what was I looking for at the time? As 
as you could hear there, I was looking for a job. I thought I needed a job, and whether it be full time job, consulting, um, sports, technology, social is, is kind of the, the things I was focusing on there. Uh, because I also had experience at the NBA. I worked for the National Basketball Association for three years. And um, my first exposure to Facebook came while I worked for the National Basketball Association. I also had moved a lot. So uh, my initial jobs in insurance um, were in Colorado, moved to New Jersey for uh, the NBA, moved back to Colorado uh, for a couple of jobs, eventually landing on American Cancer Society. And that's where we wanted to be, was in the Denver area. So I really didn't want to move again. Um, so either wanted something local, work remotely. Uh, did not, I mean, I felt like I was putting a lot of pressure on my family. And... Um, and, uh, my, you know, I, that was just unnecessary. We didn't want to keep doing that. Quick drink. Cheers. So that's kind of what I wanted at the time. So, you know, what I was doing then that first 10 days, I was applying for jobs. I mean, I just remember sitting in my office in, in our house. And um, my, my wife would send me over, you know, uh, job openings emailing to me she was really supportive um gave her lots of credit because she didn't have to be um she especially after those first few weeks and months had been like what the hell are you doing um but i just you know job boards like you remember the monster and all kind of like you remember all those and some of you probably have used them and so but it was really hard because like so little that matched uh, my experience, which I think I'll talk about in a separate episode at some point, which was good and bad, uh, and just my desires. Like, I re- that American Cancer Society job was really cool. Uh, a lot of freedom. And to be working in something like digital advertising, digital marketing, um, when that was really starting to explode, was a privilege. It was great. And to be doing something in, in, for an organization that's making a difference um, for people with cancer, it's a great feeling. And before that, working for the NBA, I could go on and on about that experience. So being spoiled like that, especially after having jobs I absolutely hated for six years or so um i was a telemarketer i worked in insurance for five years as an underwriter and just i couldn't stand it it was i was bored out of my mind so that made it harder i think to lower my expectations also realize i didn't want to move having very specific wants and desires of being in sports, something kind of cutting edge and cool, um, and not wanting to move my family, want it to be remote if possible. And I'm in the Denver area. So 
you know, I was applying for these jobs, online job boards, networking, getting connections from my friends, from people I've worked with before. A lot of this stuff just wasn't a fit at all. Um, I just remember acting as busy as I could. What I mean by that is that overwhelm that I had during that time of knowing that I had to do something but not knowing exactly how to do it and uh, feeling like I did all, of I could, all I could, but I couldn't show my wife or friends or kids that three boys at the time. My boys were ages three to 10 at the time. And um, like I couldn't just be looking lazy. So I, I distinctly remember staying up late, but acting busy more than anything. Uh, I would say I was often unproductive. Um, not just those 10 days, but you know, during those early, early months. Um, and it was hard. It was hard. Um, after I think about that, let's, let's have a quick drink. Cheers. So the reality at that point, and this is where it gets kind of sad, right? And, and a little depressing is that um, as, as I've kind of laid out here, I wasn't prepared. I wasn't ready to start a business. I didn't feel uh, trained to start a business. I had been laid off twice now in two about two years. So I left that MBA job, my own free will, just because we couldn't live in New Jersey forever and they wouldn't let us remote, work remotely. And then I worked for a startup development company and that lasted six months. That's a whole other story. And I got laid off, did that remotely, did some consulting and stuff, and then American Cancer Society came up. So you can imagine then um, how, how I'm going to feel. I can just remember getting that call and just being crushed. Like I, I wasn't surprised, but I was just emotionally crushed. Um, it felt like a failure. Like I'm trying to support this family of five, three young boys, one who's not even in school yet, and I can't keep a job. We had just bought a house. Uh, was that a couple years prior? And. I was, I was afraid. I was scared. I was scared that we were going to lose everything. I was scared that uh, we'd, have to, we'd have to leave. We'd have to move. I was scared that I'd have to settle for something less. Um, all reasonable fears, honestly. And, you know, the hard part of all these feelings I'm stacking up here is that no matter how much support I got, I got plenty of support from friends and family and my wife, Lisa, and everybody was amazing. And despite all that, I felt alone because ultimately this was me. I'm the one who got laid off. I've got to get us out of this mess. And, uh... 
based the facts. I was depressed. Um, so that's not just the first 10 days. Um, that was much of that first three months, six months especially, where I'd try to put on a strong face uh, for everyone involved, especially my family. But um, it was I was desperate. I, and uh, it was rough. So if you've been in that situation, I think we can connect on that level because when you you've got you got the family, you've got all these things that you're responsible for, you got your life set up the way you want it in a lot of ways, and now you see the potential of everything collapsing and feeling responsible for keeping it together. And if it if you don't, it's on you. That's that's the way I was feeling. So that's that's where I was at at that moment. Cheers. Very little beer left here. Um, so I don't want to end this on a depressing note because obviously 10 years later, here I am. And it's not, I'm in the same house, by the way. We're in the same house, which honestly is like one of the greatest successes of all. And I say that because when we moved into this home, it was our dream home. It, it wasn't huge or anything, but it was like end of a cul-de-sac. Um, near the school, walking distance to the elementary school, which was important at the time. And it had the bones to work with, and uh, it was quiet. And we had moved a lot, not just from city to city, but house to house, and upgrading from apartment to townhome to starter home to et cetera. And uh, so to still be here now... 12 years later, but the business 10 years later, it's pretty great. Uh, it's a great feeling. And it all started with a website. And that website wasn't created until I believe it was August 29th. Um, so a little after 10 days later. But my goal for that website wasn't anything like like you think okay i wasn't thinking oh i've gotta i've gotta write about facebook ads i've gotta create a product i've gotta sell my product i've gotta sell my services uh, i've gotta build my email list i've gotta build my brand i've got none of that was happening but a website would be built on august 29th and that's where it all starts so that's where we are now um so that's the first 10 days and you know we'll see where we go from here i mean if you find this interesting if you want to hear more about the story um i know it's it's resonated with a lot of people over the years Um, there's so much more to it The, the the big why that you need in your life as far as like why i didn't want to move my family Big part of that, our oldest son, Michael, is a cancer survivor. Didn't even get there today. <laughs> but that could be a whole nother episode. Um, thanks for joining me. If you want me to continue with this, uh, make this more of a series. If you'd like to see more content, written content, 
uh, even training content related to how this all happened, how I created my business, how I still have a business 10 years later. I need to hear it. I can't just, I've experimented with this before. I can't just assume that this is what you want and then open the doors. You got nothing. So give me a shout. Uh, you drop me an email, john at johnloomer.com. Shout me out on Twitter, at John Loomer, Facebook, John Loomer Digital. You know all the places to find me, I hope. But thanks for joining me today. Uh, kind of pulled some scabs there, but it felt good. Good to talk about it. Until next time, do awesome things. I'm out. Thank you.